Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome back to the 750. I am your O, RJ Ochoa. He is your 7-5, two-time Super Bowl champion, college football Hall of Famer, and fresh off of what I'm sure was a fantastic 4th of July celebration. Tony Casillas, TC, what up? I'm uh, doing great, brother. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty – I'm not going to say uneventful, but we had a I – mean, moving a little slow today, but uh, it was great to be able to celebrate the Independence Day of our, our country and uh, – and before we start our podcast, I'm so beaten down by these triple-digit weathers. Uh, but anyway, nevertheless, had a tremendous Fourth uh, of July. How about yourself? What What did you have? What it was? A, did you do the the you know traditional barbecue? What What do you usually eat on the Fourth of July? You know, I, it's funny you say that because I I brought that up to my wife like during the week last week. Um, like you know, like you think Thanksgiving, you think of like certain foods, right? Like, but I don't think of like a certain food when I think of 4th of July, like I, there's obviously like a lot of options. I don't know that I've ever had the same, like one, you know, there's, I, I can't think of one thing that I've had every single year, but you got burgers. I don't really like hot dogs. If you got brats, I'm down, um, some kind of chips and dip. Um, you know, if there's a brew on hand, I mean, you know, I call that a successful day. Uh, this was the first Fourth of July with the baby, which um, alters true. things yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so we ordered another stroller. That was the most eventful thing that happened on the day. Um, but um, as you know, Tony, when you have a dog, the Fourth of July is not a fun holiday uh, because no, the dog <laughs> loses it. And when you have a dog and a young child, um, it's an interesting combination. But shout out to Bear. He was a very good boy. Uh, he didn't wake his, his baby brother up a single time. Um, so we just, we had some burgers, watched, uh, watched some base spots. You got to do that on the 4th of July, had a, had a beer after the Astros had a walk-off win and, uh, it was a nice chill day, you know? So, uh, but it sounds like you tied one on a little bit more than I did. Well, I, we had a great time and, and may have had one or two cold beers. <laughs> uh, but I always say this is always that time of the year at 4th of July is Nathan's, uh, hot dog eating That's contest. Right. I don't know if you saw our boy Joey, Joey was it Joey Chestnut, the, the guy that's uh, the, the greatest of all time. Um, but I'm always inspired. I'm always, I, I, I don't know, I just admire a guy that can eat that many hot dogs. And it's always this skinny guy. It's not a big dude that you can you know, it'd be very robust. And you said, oh, that dude can probably eat 300 hot dogs. But uh, I saw it. It was so funny because I think someone, it, it, it was somebody tried to come up on the stage and that's right. Like saw, a protester. He, he yeah. The, the, yeah. And he went up there and enjoyed it. Wouldn't have any of that. He went rogue on this guy. I, I, I shout out to the hot dog. And he actually came and showed up. I saw this. I don't know where he was sitting there talking about hot dog eating contest. But anyway, uh, he actually showed up on, on crutches. Uh, but anyway, he wasn't having anyone protest and especially interfering with uh, his ability to eat hot dogs. So shout out to Joey Chestnut, my hero. 
he is um he is amazing um you know there are very few things in life that that you can always count on and joey chestnut um uh, doing something incredible on the fourth of july <laughs> is one of them um it's weird because the holiday fell on a monday so that kind of makes like the tuesday after feel a little bit sleepy and wonky um you know it's awesome. exactly uh it's awesome when you know we now we got a rough couple of years where the fourth is, is going to be the middle of the week before uh we get back to the cycle of it ending up on a friday but um it's a sluggish time of year for the cowboys as we've talked about uh many different times there was big news over the weekend tony massive news did you, did you see this like i'm talking like it, it came out as a push notification from the bleacher report app big massive dallas cowboys news do you know what i'm talking about I, I think I missed that, but you know, you're getting ready to tell us all. Uh, well, um, the Cowboys, a handful of them, were working out together at what looked to be the University of Miami. Um, that's the biggest news that happens to an NFL team um, this time of year. Uh, Dak Prescott shared the photo on his Instagram story, and it featured a handful, like I said, of offensive skill players. Sean McEwen, the team's seemingly mm-hmm. second tight end on the team. I know a lot of people believe in Jake Ferguson, but still. Jalen Tolbert, the rookie there. Obviously, Dak, C.D. Lamb, Dalton Schultz, who has had his uh, his interesting kind of moments in the last couple of weeks. And Zeke Elliott, who Dak Prescott noted was in the bathroom. So he wasn't in the photo for that particular moment. Um, so there were a lot of... I, I I'm not like as plugged into the college football athletic complex scene as most people are apparently tony uh based on my twitter uh interactions uh miami is infamously known for only having a 70 yard indoor practice field did you know this um and so yeah i guess that's the length of their indoor practice field um and i guess that you know they've been roasted for this before people have like made fun of them so all sorts of hurricane fans were were quote tweeting me and saying like I th- I can't believe they're using our crappy indoor practice field like they were kind of you know taking a victory lap so to speak but um, this is what you want to see right you want to see the the offense getting together you know singing songs you know having their own meals and celebrations and, and getting ready for the season right I, I mean I love this news I I love the 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 camaraderie and, and going on a guy's trip and. They're not in a bad place, by the way, South Beach. I'm sure they participated and had a, a great weekend or having a time. But I, it, you know, to me, it's a, it's all about let's all get together and let's be together and you know let's let's work on some chemistry and and let's go somewhere neutral. And I think it's interesting. It was a university at the U, and um, I remember had so many teammates that had ties with with the University of Miami. Uh, but uh, I, I think it's good for guys to get away and. Because it's a long season, uh, it's a different environment. Again, it's not just all football; it's all about having a little brotherhood and spending time together. Because these guys obviously spend a lot of time together uh, in the whether it's in the weight room, whether right. it's in the uh, meeting rooms, whether it's on the practice field. So it's it's good to see, especially get some familiarity with uh, these younger guys. And and, and as I mentioned, it's a continuity and brotherhood and. Uh, you know, something will carry them over and, and really get to know each other. I think uh, I think a lot of quarterbacks that really have good relationships with with the you know, a lot of the players and become friends is because of that. And and I think sometimes it's not all just about playing football. It's about life, you know, life things going on. And so I think this is a great way to build that. I'm totally with you. Um, I love the idea of obviously them working together from a football standpoint, but uh, and that's something Dak Prescott's always been 
he might be the best quarterback in the NFL at that, at, at fostering relationships. I mean, that's that's been his MO from day one. Learn about each other. Learn learn what they like. Learn about their family. Um, go break bread together and then, you know, find out that, you know, I don't know, somebody likes anchovies on their pizza and make fun of it. You know what I mean? Like, come, come, you know, find your inside jokes and things like that. That's really awesome. Um, and, and for it to be the skill position players is obviously important. Jalen Tolbert there as a rookie. I mean, that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. I mean, like, yeah. and, and when you think about the story came out that Dak uh, called him before the draft, just because the, there was the opportunity that the Cowboys might draft him. And then Jalen said at rookie minicamp that after being drafted, like right after Dak sent him a playbook, um, it's pretty cool to see the the level of interest that Dak is taking in his newest wide receiver. I think I think it's just uh, just the character of, of that Prescott. And I think that that's kind of a lot of different ways people really embrace this kid and and what he is as a you know as a person and you know I, I really I really like to see that and yeah I think this is much better than last the, the whole what we we're talking about last year is is Dak's ankle I mean obviously he got hurt before last year during the regular season and everyone's like mm-hmm. okay we're on we're on the the DAC watch when it comes to how is it, you know, how's it going to be in, you know, what's he doing in the offseason? What's he doing OTAs? Right? They had him on a pitch count during training camp. So it's better to hit, put that behind and talk about really the things that are really going to build a lot of, as I mentioned, just the, the chemistry and, and getting to know, know each other and really making a, a younger guy, a rookie, feel like he's, he's already part of the team because I know as a rookie, you, you have those, you go through the hazing and just being accepted and kind of understanding the, the NFL and the, the transition and everything. So it's really good to have your franchise quarterback that I think it's very humbling that he would be able to do that and really give this kid an opportunity, whoever is out there. Cause they're like, it doesn't matter who you are. If you're going to be a contributor, this is how we want to do things and we want to get some, you want to get to know each other. And, and I think it really helps the kids confidence because it is such a, there's a lot of growing pains that, that happen in the NFL. And so I think this just makes them more comfortable. And, you know, it really, it just shows again, what Dak Prescott is about is a leader. And I think that that's the thing that should have an asterisk by most great quarterbacks, not only what they do on the field, but it's a leadership and just being able to hang out with the guy and just very, very likable. I told you this before, um, but obviously as somebody who loved and lo- still loves the 90s Cowboys teams, it makes me love Troy more the way you talk about him. You know what I mean? Like the, like the way you still regard him as, as y'all's leader, like like it makes the whole thing cooler for me. I don't know if that makes sense. Again, it's, a you know, it's just the way sports work. Um, I do wonder uh, if if Jalen Tolbert, you know, he's young and, and yeah, his, his bank account is flush with more money than ever before, but it, it's still not Dak Prescott money. Um, and I wonder what it's like to go on a, on a vacation to Miami with Dak Prescott and, and kind of see the, the door. Uh, there's, um, I know you are big in the TikTok scene, Tony. Um, there's a, a linebacker for the Cleveland Browns. His name is Isaac Rochelle. And he's really, really. It's okay. So this, uh, I'm just saying, you know, you're this, right. Yeah. I'm really big into I follow you, your TikToks, TikTok. Right. So, you know, that's, that's all I care about. Uh, but, I have a TikTok. You know what TikToks are? Uh, break me off a piece that, you know, you, there used to be so many good jingles, uh, in corporate America. I feel like we're missing the men. Are yeah. they, it's a man. 
Anyway, so there's this this linebacker for the Cleveland Browns. His name is Isaac Rochelle, and he's really, really, really popular on TikTok. And he's he actually has like awesome videos. He kind of like takes you through the life of an NFL player and he'll show you like, you know, getting dressed like that physical or actually getting dressed. But like from the point of getting dressed in the locker room um, in a road game to getting on the bus, getting on the plane, like just getting to see that stuff that not everybody gets to see. Um, so he's really popular. And he had a TikTok recently. I guess Miles Garrett uh, organized mm -hmm. uh, a trip for like Browns defenders. Um, and so he was just kind of taking, you know, his, his audience through that. And it was so cool to see, you know, he was like, Miles hooked it up with a private jet, you know, oh, and, like, yeah. hooked us up with all these hotel rooms. And so like Jalen Tolbert's probably kind of going through the same thing right now. Yeah. Friend. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, and you've seen ballers on HBO with the rock it was one of the, you know, kind of the version of entourage from the NFL, but I, I love that. So yeah, I think that that's kind of behind the scene and really gives you a perspective of what it's like to, you know, to be a, a professional athlete, make a lot of money and be around guys like Dak and Zeke and all these guys that you've been watching and admiring. And now you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm not having, I'm hanging out with them. I was invited on this trip. We're going, we're going down to the South beach. We're going to the fountain blue hotel. They got that, hope that club live there and uh, by the way I, I i would think that there it's such a great fountain blue hotel when i'm back there my wife and i and we kind of felt a little out of place but this is great because you see everyone there so i'm just i'm envisioning that's probably what he's seeing and that's mm -hmm. what he's you know every, all the fancy is that yeah it's it's good to be uh it's good to be on top of the world and be a professional athlete but uh you know, don't, don't post everything on Instagram. You got to say something. And when I say that, I'm not meaning like, you know, personal stuff. I'm talking about let's get to the real task during the regular season where it's right. not it's not it, it's a nonfiction. Uh, um, it's not a fictional scene that, in, a, in a series on HBO. By the way, when Tony says club live, he does not mean Greg Norman's professional golf tour. Um, just, <laughs> you know, to be very specific. It's a, uh, yeah, I, I just heard about it. I know Sunday night you, you go and, and it's uh, the place to be seen. So I wouldn't be surprised if those cats hung out at the, especially the, the pool scene, man. It's, it's a crazy. I got a great story I'll tell you when we're done with our podcast, but uh, something I never witnessed in my life. And there's a lot of things you witness while you're at the Fountain Blue Hotel. And uh, as you mentioned, Club Right Lord. on. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, well, so it's a bit of a shorter episode today because, again, the the times are, you know, it's, it's the first week in July, so there's not a lot. And you don't want any NFL headlines. The, the only thing you want to pop up this time of year, Tony, is something like this, right? Like a photo of them working out, whatever. Mm-hmm. If you're in the headlines this time of year, it is generally for a not good reason. Um, so I did want to throw one more thing at you. Um, I didn't tell you about this before we started recording. Just a very quick thing. Uh, we're doing a training camp preview series over on the Block on the Boys YouTube channel right now where we're looking at each position group one by one and just kind of assessing what the Cowboys have um, going into the season. And we just launched our running back position videos. People can go check that out on the channel. But I discovered something in doing the prep for that that just kind of like it didn't blow my mind like it was shocking, but it just I don't know. I mean, I, I just wanted to talk about it. that's really how I feel in life. Um, so we all know that Tony Pollard isn't used a lot by the Cowboys. Tony Pollard, by the way, not in the photo that Dak shared. Um, Zeke wasn't either. But again, Dak did write that Zeke was in the bathroom. So uh, he didn't say Tony was in the bathroom. So I don't know. Um, you know, draw your own conclusions. Maybe Tony had something else to do, obviously. You Let's know. start reading into it. Dak. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, but so Tony Pollard has played three seasons for the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. I would like you to guess how many career carries he has. And I'm talking carries. He's obviously been used in, in a few different ways, but career carries through three years. So this is, this is Tony. This is going in. This is fourth year, right? Right. Correct? So th- through over three yeah. seasons, how many times the ball's been put in his belly? These are, these are rushes, correct? Correct. Just rushing. Right. Just uh, um, he's probably average. Uh, I think that's going to be higher than what a lot of people think. Am I in, going in the right direction? Can you um, give me a wordle? Can you give me a wordle, please? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> so, um, I've been playing that all. I'm playing that with my my wife and my uh, a couple of my kids. And I'll get right. to, I'm like, I need a I need a vowel or I need some type of I need to Google this word because I never heard of it. Uh, but back to your question. Um, okay, I, I'm just gonna take a, a, a guesstimation. Yeah, stab in the dark. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna say. We'll do the math 50 times. I'm going to say 250 rushes. It's a little, you're a little low. Just, I mean, okay. Okay. You're, so you're close, uh, but you are a little, low. I'm going to so. go, I'm going to go. It's, it's probably maybe close to 40. Um, I'm going to just ramp it up to, I'm going to say three. No, I'm going to go 295 rushes. You didn't ramp it up enough. 317. That's how many he has. Oh, wow. That's how many rushing. And again, that's just rushing attempts. He's been used a few different ways right, and right. obviously yeah. on returns and things like that. But 317 rushing attempts over three years. That's I mean, you're right. I think some people are a little bit shocked and it's it's grown or it's, um, you know, the volume has grown of each of the years. By the way, I do think it's worth mentioning that Kellen Moore gets and I'm not trying to bag on Kellen, but Kellen gets like, oh, Kellen's amazing. Kellen's this awesome offensive corner. Tony Pollard's career with the Cowboys is 100% of Kellen Moore's time as offensive coordinator. So, you know, like that's, I think that Tony Pollard is kind of indicative of Kellen's creativity or maybe lack of creativity as a play caller in that he has not found a way to creatively 
use Tony Pollard. But again, it's a discussion for a different day. But what well, really because I got to because I got to use Zeke now. Well, I, I, real quick, I, I, so how many how many rushes does Zeke have at this point in his career? So and, you want to know? Keep in so, mind, Zeke. This is Zeke's sixth year, correct? Seven. This is his seventh year. So he's played six. Yeah. So okay. So. I mean, if you really want to know, it is insane. I mean, like, it's it's stupid. Um, and that's kind of the the point here. Um, so Tony Pollard through three years. I, well, let me make my point for it first, and then I'll tell you Zeke's career totals. Through three total years, every his all of his time in a Cowboys uniform, Tony Pollard has 317 carries. Zeke Elliott mm-hmm. in just his rookie year, just his rookie year, which he didn't even play every game in. It was only 15 games. 322 carries. Yeah. Zeke got more work as a rookie than Tony Pollard has gotten over three years. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. yeah. And, it's not and, shocking, but it's 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 amazing to me. Yeah, I, I, it's good for Tony Pollard because he hasn't <laughs> been used. He's got a lot more tread on his tire. And and I, I know that Zeke is a running back. You know, as you mentioned, we, you mentioned uh going into seventh year and being able to carry the ball. I mean, there's a there's a trend for running backs, and once it, once it depends on who they are, but once they get to a certain number, then all of a sudden, the physicality of it starts to wear on them. But uh, that just goes to show that Tony Pollard, he's got a lot left in the tank, and he wasn't used a lot in this way in college. I mean, there's to your point, there's um, is it there's not, I've I've butchered this before. There's not a lot of tread on his tires, right? Like it, that's that's the phrase. Like you add tread to tires, right? So. Um, you know, whatever. I don't want to butcher that analogy, but so. Okay, so but I but it, when there's a lot of tread on the tire left on the tire, that means that it's it's like a new tire. So then he has a lot of tread, is what we're saying. Yeah. That's, okay. That's I what, I just wasn't understanding I, tread. I, I, okay. No, I said he has he has a lot of tread left on his gotcha. tire. Okay. So uh, I, yeah. So sense. there's a lot there. It's not you know when you 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 know you 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 don't go in and you there's not you you, you can't pass an inspection because you have nothing you know, take your car in and there's nothing left there. They had this little instrument. But anyway, the point being is that <laughs> he hasn't been used up. So he's got, you know, his future is going to be a lot, is is big when it comes to, you know, going into contract year. And, but it's just, yeah, I mean, it, it's amazing how much that you see, but rightly so. When you pay the big dog, the big bucks, you're going to, you're going to run with the big dog. Agreed. So Zeke has played um, six years with the Cowboys. That's 88 games over that time. He's missed a, you know, just a very handful aside from the suspension, um, his second year in the NFL um, in that time. And so we're talking 88 games. All right. He has 1,650 mm. rushing attempts. Wow. And that's probably, I'm, uh, that's probably more than the. Oh, it's so much back. more than the average running back. Yeah, I mean, when you, we look at when you look at the average for running backs in a National Football League, because there's more of a you know, emphasis on running the football with someone like Zeke, then you're going the numbers are going to ramp up, and that you know, that being the rich the reason why these you know, he's had issues and. Bit, you know, dinged up. I mean, it's a it's a different different world we live in when it comes to the running back in the National Football League. But there, right now, you look at a man that's carried the ball that many times. Like, yeah, he's starting. He, he's probably going to start to slow down. Um, well, and you yeah, can see that. You can see that from the standpoint of um, his. So, as a rookie, he averaged almost twenty two carries per game. His second season in the NFL. 
again, he only played 10 games that year. He averaged 24 carries a game. He averaged at least 20 carries a game each of his first three seasons in the NFL. But since then, in 2019, 19 carries a game. In 2020, 16 carries a game. And last year, down to 14 carries a game. So, yeah, like, you can see, like, they are using him less, but they're still using him too much. But where it really shows up is his average yards per game. In his rookie year, an amazing 109 yards per game. Stupid, amazing respect. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. incredible performance. His second season, 98 yards a game. His third season in the NFL, 96 yards a game. All of those were the best in the NFL at that time. But ever since then, Tony, 2019, 85 yards a game. 2020, 65 yards a game. Last year, I would like you to guess, this is the last thing I'll have you guess, how many yards per game Zeke Elliott averaged rushing the football? Uh, I, man, I know this. Last year, I believe it was 58 yards per game. Holy crap. Give this man an award. Um, you're actually off by less than a yard. Uh, it's 58.9. So if you round up. Uh, how about it'll, it'll, okay, come on. Well, look, I mean, all I'm saying is if if you want to, you know, if you want to, you know, <laughs> an asterisk or hey, something. I like didn't it. cheat either. I didn't I didn't I didn't get on. I didn't Google it <laughs> while you were you're asking me this question. You didn't set me up. You know, earlier I, that was but that sounds about right and that's right. it's a it's it's amazing how how less he's rushing for later on in his in his football career than he did with before but uh you know that's kind of indicative of you know, being young and having a better offensive line and offense being more productive and a little versatile and, and Dak becoming a better passer. Like it's a lot of things, but and um, defense, maybe not being as good and, you know, certain, certain situations, but still, I mean, he, he's had an amazing career. Yeah. Well, um, I just, I found that interesting. So um, I just wanted to talk about it. So um, that's what we did. Uh, Tony, you did it all. You said it all. Um what more is one more? What more can you do? What more can a guy say or do than, than what you just did? Um, as we leave, I just think we should go. We should. You need to do a, do a TikTok of your behind the scenes of how much you work and how the knowledge of the Cowboys and the content you need to be a behind the scenes TikTok of that. I think that would be very viral. We can we can start with your great office. You know, people. I, I think maybe they're seeing on the YouTube channel uh, and. They seem you you have a lot of memorabilia behind you, and and I'm, it's very impressive. Well, you know, we can I, start right there. The the, the memorabilia of of RJ Ochoa. We that's true. There, um, yeah. I'm very proud of it. I'm very uh, very very fortunate to have have seen and done some cool things. Um, so yeah, maybe that's what we do next. But you know what? I don't have. I don't have. I don't know if it's like an oil painting, but I don't have an oil painting of myself sacking Steve Young in the NFC Championship game. So, well, I mean, yeah, you start to look at the, you know, that's the only place you can really put this stuff. But hey, not trying to change the subject. You talked about, we talked about the Club Lib at Founder ah. Hotel, but we're talking about the Lib Tour. Now, did you see, was was it the last event a guy shot, and he shot like eight, he shot an 84? And he was on the winning team. <laughs> and, he, and he ended up winning like what two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's that's the way for, it rolls. The, the... Yeah, I mean, I'm like I always. Get, it's so funny because we talk about ballers, we talk about you know guys, you know Instagram and Dak hanging out with his guys in Miami. But you know what? If I'm a golf, if I'm a professional golfer, and someone's going to pay me that, I guess what I'm getting at is like I could go out there and shoot an 84, and they could pay me two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I can do that. 
Well, yeah. I mean, Sign me up. How did, how did I do that at my age? I mean, I can go out there. I can, Look, hey, I'll, I'll show up for that. It is. Um, the, the money involved <laughs> is obviously exorbitant. Uh, I think I think it was Pat Perez um, who he, but he was that. he was on um, he was on the on a team with DJ Patrick Reed and Taylor Gooch. But by, by the way, did you see what Taylor Gooch said that caught a lot of flack? I didn't I didn't see or hear what no, he said, but I saw I, I saw what Pat Perez, his shirt he had on. I saw right. his wife next to him. Um, so <laughs> Taylor, the money. <laughs> Taylor Gooch said because the, the four of them won the team portion of the live event, um, he you know, he was asked about the crowd and the environment, whatever. And he said, you know, I've never been on a Ryder Cup or President's Cup team, but I can't imagine it would be much different. Um, and so a lot of people, (laughs) even DJ and Patrick Reed were both kind of like, shut the hell up. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, it it was really, really funny is my point. Um, but okay. That, uh, that ends our live talk. Shout out to Greg Norman, uh, for, you know, whatever. Um, okay. Tony, um, as we leave, give us one promise, give us one thing that you promise to eat over the next week. Promise to eat. I'm going to eat something that's green and lean because I, yesterday was the weekend was was pretty bad. That's I, well uh, said. And that's yeah, that's what you do on on, on, July, the, on 4th. July 5th. Yeah, that's what you do on July 5th well, on the Friday after Thanksgiving. Ju- yeah, for sure. Well, July 4th is when I yesterday. This is the fifth, and I just yeah, I was kind of a lost my mind. A 300 oh. pound man comes out. But I still can't eat as many hot dogs as a boy. That's you know what though? That's true. Like once upon a time you had to eat very differently. Joey so, Chestnut, you know, I would I would actually like you know what? I you're gonna laugh, but I would actually like to go watch that. I think that would be something. Dude, no, why would I laugh? That would be super 70, interesting. 75 hot dogs. I mean, I want to see it in, in live. What's uh this is my for real last question? Like at your at your heyday, like you know, and it, we've talked about it before, like you know, training in the, the NFL. Parts I could it, ever eat. That's what I was going to say. But like what I will say is like defensive tackles now, while they do eat a lot there, everyone is more aware of their health and what they put in their body than they were at the time. So I don't know. Like, You've seen some of these defensive tackles lately. That's true. Uh, but so like, what's the, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's more emphasis on nutrition, right? Uh, okay, but so in, this, in your heyday, what's the most of whatever you ever ate? Uh, this is no lie. There was this all you could eat uh, steakhouse, in Oklahoma city. It's called cattle rustlers. And it was all you can eat. And I was going to, I was going to a state uh, track and field event. I threw the shot put in discus. Okay. So a high school coach took us, and I was big, took us there for, for, for dinner. I think I had eight steaks, <laughs> uh, five baked potatoes. You want me? No, I'm not really like. Uh, and I had salad and they had these little loaves of bread. So I had everything. So I would have got. I should have gotten some type of award. I think I'm getting runner up and, but I, I won the eating contest. So I felt like I was Joey Chestnut, Tony Chestnut back in, <laughs> when I was in high school. But yeah. Nine little steaks. And I just keep, keep coming. People are like looking at me. Finally, they told us, Hey, you know what? This guy right here needs to leave. <laughs> He's you know eating what? too much. That, but that it wasn't is- like, there was like these, uh, it wasn't like it was this, uh, you know, prime steak or, whatnot it was, were you uh but, yeah that that's what that's what i was known for were you already committed to OU at the time no i um 
Yeah, I think I was. I this so you was, should, that's uh, if, if people were looking at you, you should have said like, "Shut the hell up!" All right, in a uh, year, man, I'm going to be breaking what, the Steelers' defense. If, if I'd had Instagram and Twitter back then, I <laughs> blew the place up, man. You talking about TikTok and man, I'd be TikToking those steaks. Like, dude, you can eat and just look. And here's the thing about it: you can eat like the hot dogs, but it's it's all the side items, RJ. That you you know, what's that steakhouse in Amarillo? If you, it's a 72 ounce steak. It's know. called Big Big Tex or something. You go in there and they give us like a 72 ounce steak, and and if you eat the steak, they they give it to you. Uh, but you have to eat all the they give it to you free, but you have to eat all the sides. It is called yeah, the Big it. Texan Steak Ranch. That's yeah, what it's right. called. Wow. Right. Yeah. Well, look at that. Um, hey, right on. <laughs> well, you know what? So we're gonna, was... let's do a hot dog eating contest sometime. Well, you know what? Let's do this. I'm not trying to sound because uh, we're both brown boys. Which shout out to that. Maybe we should have like Taco Tuesday. Who can oh. eat the most tacos? Well, you know, I could put away some tacos. Man. I could put away some tacos. My dad, uh, <laughs> you know, he he makes some some pretty like famous um, like ground beef tacos. House record. Oh, nice. House record is RJ's. 19. 19 beef tacos. Wow. That's what I'm saying. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was in high school at the time. So your stomach is larger in high school. I think that's a scientific fact. Know, you're young. You still have you, – you can – you know, it stretches and comes back. Mine just continues we, to stretch. It's I know it's in you know my my grandpa once uh, ate four water burgers. That's what I aspire to do. Uh, four water burgers. That's you know personal. Oh, you, you, that should be no problem there, man. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> uh, maybe if Dak Prescott's foot in the bill in Miami or something like that. But um, okay, uh, everybody, thanks for hanging out. We hope you had a great Fourth of July. We'll see you next Tuesday. This was the Seven Five Zero.